0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I'm Joe, and Jesse is here. Hello. Did you have a good week, Jesse?
1: I had a great week. I had a nice little picnic at an abandoned insane asylum, and, you know, things always go bad from there.
0: Abandoned? Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I'm sure the asylum was haunted? Uh,
1: No. It, you know. I said, usually things go back from there. It did It was great. Nobody oh, bothered that's... me. <laughs>
0: that's good. That's good. So no session nine or nothing? No session nine. Not, nothing bad happened at all. Okay. Well, you know, uh, we are going to talk about a movie that's set in an asylum and was actually shot in an abandoned asylum. Isn't that fortuitous? It is fortuitous. Okay. Oh, here we are with Doom Asylum. Um, Doom Asylum is a uh, yeah, it's a uh, comedy horror from 1988. Was it supposed to be a comedy. Um, sure. Okay, because so yeah, the 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 killer is running around quipping, and he's enjoying his quipping. Yeah. When he when he's not sitting around on his uh deformed uh, behind watching old movies, Mhm. is uh running around quipping. So, uh Doom Asylum, uh let's see the last movie we did was not on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see where Doom Asylum is. It's on there. It's on yeah. there. So, what's the critic score? Uh fairly low, I'd say 10. <laughs> that's actually pretty high oh it's lower there is no critic score because the critics are uh, too snobby to review it but Uh. uh, i guess there are not enough critic score for there to be any uh, type of uh, consensus on the tomato Uh because there are critics here and i always enjoy the critics here because this this guy here uh he says it's it is in all its bizarre little details that you can see Doom Asylum straining to escape its own conventions with relative integrity. Like, how long did he just sit there and agonize over that sentence? You're freaking writing about Doom Asylum. Yes. So, thanks, yes. buddy. He's a, he's a top critic, so there you go. There you go. So, if you want to read that, just hop on over there on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> Doom Asylum page. You can see that. Um... Okay, so the audience score—it has a hundred plus ratings from the audience, so there is a uh, percentage. Twenty-three. Wow. Too high. That's really low. You're kidding me. <laughs> it's, it's twenty-eight. Than that? <laughs> it's, it's twenty-eight. Okay. So, right about there, yeah. So twenty-eight. So, mm-hmm. this is a goofy, goofy movie.
1: Yeah, that's that's true
0: about. So I guess it depends on which one you read. <laughs> uh because one of the re- synopses says a horribly disfigured lawyer, which this one is correct. Uh was mm-hmm. wrongfully pronounced dead after the terrible car accident, and was taken to an asylum for dissection. Dissection. I'm not sure he was being dissected, but No. It was an hospital, only Mm -hmm. to come back alive and kill everybody and make the asylum his killing ground. So I'm assuming that's why the asylum closed, because I don't remember if that actually said in the movie why the asylum closed, did it?
1: uh, Well, for one thing, um, this is just me throwing out, you know, some facts. Uh, When you take someone to a corner, you don't take them to a damn asylum. You take them to either a hospital or a morgue.
0: Yeah, so maybe he was taken there for dissection. Maybe maybe that is correct. Maybe it wasn't an autopsy on uh Well but
1: if they sent him there for dissection, he would have to be he would have at least gone through the morgue. <laughs> That's uh, true. And see what? the corner, my my thought was that he was taken to a hospital and escaped and then went to the asylum.
0: That could be, that could be. But that's not in the movie, is it? <laughs> we're, no. We're left trying to figure that out for ourselves. He, now this other one this other one here, this other synopsis here on uh, I don't know if this is true, but it says this synopsis was written by Chris Cuomo, so uh-huh. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if he's a big fan of movies like this. If he is, maybe he should do a show like this. You know? Yeah. yeah. This might be fun. Uh, a demented coroner uses autopsy equipment to kill off teenagers who trespass on a long-abandoned asylum he inhabits. Mm-hmm. That's not right. Yeah, That's not right either. But, but see, he, yeah. Okay. So, now, I know I understand the confusion
1: because in the credits of the movie, it says Michael Hagen, who is the guy who plays uh, Mitch Hansen, which is the name of the killer, uh, he's Michael- listed as the coroner. And Michael Hogan as the corner. Yeah.
0: That's what he's listed uh, as. Okay. Okay. So, this. <laughs> so, either way, either way you want it. Um, basically, it comes down to a uh, fun, goofy, uh, late 80s horror comedy. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. So. You're already so overselling it. So. <laughs> I, am, I am overselling it. Yes, I am. Because it's not very. It's not very fun. It's, nope. it's, I didn't think it was as fun as it could have been. Um, no, I don't think the killer looks great. He looks he looks like he put a mask on and they painted over it to me, right? Uh, not and not very well. I mean, uh, they needed to uh, <laughs> they needed to consult Ruben uh, Galindo on what to what to be doing there.
1: Yeah, I mean, this he, is uh... a
0: much better job.
1: This is a movie I usually watch with, uh, you know, we'd watch it and then I would show it to uh, Dave Patrick and uh, to see his uh, and see hear him complain about the uh, makeup effects. But I didn't want to sit through it again, so <laughs> I skipped it. Oh,
0: but you, you know, we got to hear his opinion because I mean, uh, and I don't know if we've said this on the show, Dave uh, actually uh, went to school for this. Yeah. Uh, what was that school? Westmore, what, yeah. Westmore Academy, what was that? Westmore Academy, yeah. Which is pretty. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty known school in the industry, right? Am I mistaken or?
1: Well, Westmore is a uh, very well known name in the industry as well, too. Uh,
0: can you? I can name some credits, but can you name us uh, some credits? You could probably name more credits than I can.
1: Well, I, I always the one that the, the they always mention first is Star Trek. He does the Star Trek shows. Uh, Deep Space yeah. Nine, Next Generation, he did all the the aliens for those, and those are some pretty good-looking aliens, so... Yeah. Now, the killer looks bad, but some of the kills have some good... don't have bad effects in it.
0: Yeah, some of the kills do look... do look okay.
1: It, 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 let's be honest. It feels like halfway through the movie, they were like, yeah, we ran out of money, and we can't really afford good special effects, so we're just going to do what we can.
0: Yeah, and uh and maybe that's that's why he does it. But the opening is just odd because he is a lawyer. He's a lawyer and uh he's riding around with this chick. Um uh-huh. I guess they're in love, but Yeah. <laughs> and he just won uh, her a big wa- settlement. Just won her a massive settlement and he uh Wrecks his sports car. What kind of car was that? You know, it was just kind of a sports uh, car.
1: It was, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know cars well enough to be able to tell you what kind of car it was.
0: Sports car, convertible. How about sure. that? Uh, that's, that's what we it asked. was a convertible. It was definitely convertible. So she dies and he doesn't. Yes. And then it goes on. It goes on from there, and then there you go. Then you have uh, the teeny boppers coming uh, yeah. in.
1: Like 10 years, 11 years later.
0: They've got, you know, and a a lot of movies like this, they try to have the different stereotype teenager, you know, which is fine. Uh, But the one, I thought this one went overboard with the one teeny bopper who, uh, he's Wembley from uh, Fraggle Rock, but he's Wembley from Fraggle Rock on steroids. Wembley from Fraggle Rock would not like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who are you talking about? It could be three guys I'm thinking about. Well, it's the the one guy, the blonde guy. Oh, Mike. Who yeah, who anything he says, so um yeah, we could go over there, I think. Should we should shouldn't. we go over there? Maybe yeah. we shouldn't go over there. But we could go over there. Yeah. And he did that with almost every single decision. Every decision. That he would and he would say that stuff out loud. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's just funny because they all these what were they doing? They were coming there for a picnic or something so, she, so one of the girls was the daughter of the lady killed in the beginning. Right. Right. And, and she, uh, they were going to her crash site. They stopped by her the crash site, and which was really they, close to the asylum.
1: Right. And they had this really <laughs> really odd scene where she's talking to Mike and the rest of them were sitting in the car and she goes, Mike. I miss my mom so much. Mike, do you think I could call you mom and you could be my mom?
0: Oh, oh my gosh. I and, of course, about Mike
1: that. says, yeah, you can. I can be your mom. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Should I be your mom? Is this weird? <laughs> no, I like it. I'll be your mom. And so the rest of the movie, they she call him mom.
0: Him. Yeah, and not only her, but, yeah, you're right. Everybody calls him mom.
1: Everybody calls him mom because I guess she goes back to the car. And she goes, hey, everybody, Mike's my mom. <laughs> and Mike <laughs> is in a very weird way. Mike's trying to bang her. That's just, you know, he's trying to get into into, into her genes. But I think yes.
0: the whole mom thing kind of puts him in a friend zone, wouldn't you? I think so. Yes, I, th- I think so. Now uh, uh, that <laughs> And that was really super weird. Uh, Yeah, so the script credit goes to uh, Richard Marks, not to be confused with the singer Richard Marks. Right. Well... who uh, I think we actually did a show before, at least one, of uh, a movie that this guy wrote. Gore. Right? He wrote Gore? Yeah. Gore. So, Gore is... uh, And I'll have to pull that over to this uh, platform. Uh, So... I think that's on Blog Talk. So, uh, Yeah, Gore, the 1987 action-adventure fantasy movie. So we actually did a show on that. Well, he's Uh, written two uh, of them. That one is on Blog Talk. So we did another one that he wrote. uh, So that one is The Warrior Queen, was it? Yeah. He's written quite a few movies. So, yeah, so some of them, I mean, gore, you know, preppies, daddy's little girl, yeah. go for it, nasty girls, Wanda whips Wall Street, oh, um, hypersexuals, well, okay.
1: Well, it looks so like in the, beginning, the beginning of his career, starting in, uh, let's see here, 1981, he wrote a PG yeah. movie, and then for the next, it seems like, 10 years, he wrote nothing but porn, so... Oh.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, maybe there was more money for him in there.
1: Yeah, I guess. But then he started writing mainstream movies like Warrior Queen, Gore.
0: And Sex World Girls. Yeah.
1: Candy Stripers 3. And Platoon Leader, which uh, I remember watching that uh, movie.
0: You've seen that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, during the – my dad was a a Vietnam vet, and it's a movie about Vietnam, so we used to watch a lot of Vietnam movies. Oh, okay. So yeah, but uh, Doom Asylum. Wow, he really moved up with the world, didn't
0: he? Yes, he did. So Doom Asylum. Uh, so <laughs> which is the worst? Oh, so, okay, so yeah, so this is this is it is a bad bad movie. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you, you you could have fun watching this. You go, you get a bunch of people together, you get some popcorn or something, and you just you just have yeah. fun. Mo- with it, just riff on it, all of that. Uh, but uh, there's also a uh, girl punk band rehearsing yes. in the asylum. Yes. Uh, and one of the girls in the punk band, she's a black girl. Was she the drummer? She was a drummer. She instantly falls in love with the uh, black guy that is with the group. Darnell. Instant. Just instant. Yeah. Darnell yeah. is so um, I don't know. Hip that he has a necklace that says Darnell on it. Says Darnell. Yeah.
1: Uh, and they 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 keep doing these shots of because uh, 'cause she'll look at him, and it'll, it'll be a shot of them running oh. towards each other, and they're like huh. Yeah,
0: there was that there was that that shot where they were just yeah know, the whole oh they did it three mystery. times. Uh, yes, they did.
1: Yes, they did three times, but. The first time was her looking at him. Then the second time was him looking at her because he digs her. And yeah. in the second one, they kiss. And then in the third one, they start humping.
0: Oh, yes. So, yeah, a lot of this movie I blacked out, apparently. But I've, Darnell is the just, first one to die. Yeah, he is the first one to die. Now, one of the, <laughs> one of the ladies, and uh, they decided that it would be fun to put this in the trivia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see this? Uh, no, I didn't look at the trivia. Oh well. So Ruth Collins, who uh, I think was the leader of the right, the band, the punk she band. was paid one hundred dollars to bare her breasts in this movie.
1: Right, because she flashes them for some strange reason.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So it's it's like they I mean, she didn't really need what. She's just on the roof and flashes them, right? I mean, she's yeah. just yelling at them yeah. and taunting them. Because they weren't coming into the asylum. They were just having a picnic right outside it for some reason.
1: Which was really weird to have a picnic at the asylum in the first place.
0: Yeah, let's go picnic at an asylum. So this is a, the abandoned asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, was Where it was shot was Essex Mountain Sanatorium. Right. Um, it was filmed on location there. Uh, locked up in 1982 and then it was torn down in 1990. So soon after this movie. So I think they were ashamed. Oh no, that sounds, that sounds right. (laughs) Doom asylum was shot here and they uh, tore it down and that is in New Jersey. So I think the entire state of New Jersey ought to be ashamed (laughs) that uh, doom asylum was shot there. (laughs) Well,
1: you know, me. You know me. Even with these low-budget movies, I, I tend to forgive them a little bit more yes. because they're low-budget movies. And it's really hard yes. to get a movie uh, made. But this one here is uh, – well, uh, i I, I got to say somebody wasted a lot of money on this movie. A lot.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know what you mean. I tend to do the same thing. But it's really hard to give a, mo- a movie a pass when they have that character. Right. Oh, I don't. I love you. Do I love you? I don't, I don't know. know. I guess I do. Not, Maybe I could love you.
1: Not only that character, the leader of that punk band, is so annoying.
0: Yes, yeah, she is. You just want her to die. I, Even if she did bear her breasts, you just want her dead.
1: I, I want them all to die. There's, uh, so the band is of a a singer, which is her. Her name's Tina. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, revolutionary girl who plays. A
0: synthesizer? Oh, yeah, she's always uh, she's always spouting out that,
1: yeah. Oh, the world is a terrible place, and it's because of men, and, you know, and all that, and then there's the drummer. Um, but the movie has a lot of weird and, you know, I hate to say it, some, some of it might be a, board, a little borderline racist, because when he kills Darnell, he starts yelling at Darnell, I hate rap music, and Darnell's like, okay, I... Sure, I don't know why you're t- why you're yelling this at me as you're killing me.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of weird weird things in there like that. Yeah, Um and you're right. Uh, also, I mean, also they keep cutting to these uh, old movies, and they are all Todd Slaughter movies.
1: Yeah, and it's like the killer's taking, and they always cut to the killer watching them, like he's taking a break in between kills. To enjoy a good movie, yeah. So he'll,
0: he'll, he'll, kill somebody, and then he'll stop and go watch a, you know, a, a Todd Slaughter movie. I'm assuming these are all in public domain. At the I, time, they'd have to be. Yeah. They'd have to be. Uh, so uh, Todd Slaughter was a, let me see. If if you don't know, you know, he he made a bunch of uh, cheaply made quickie movies in the 30s and 40s. Uh, hammed up his performance quite a bit. So I mean. I, you know, I was watching this like, you know, I've never ever seen a Todd Slaughter. I've heard of it before. I've just never, ever I'm seen gonna, one. I'm Maybe say, I'll watch one now. I want to
1: say this right now. I would have rather watched a Todd Slaughter movie than the movie we watched.
0: I think so, yeah, because we're watching it, and they, they let us see quite a bit. And, you know, they're trying to find a killer in one scene, and then they find out that it's a uh, Todd Slaughter right there. Like, oh, that looks interesting. Let's watch this instead.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> one of the movies is a Sweeney Todd movie.
0: Yeah, uh, that's probably, maybe his best no, that's the one I heard about the most, was uh, And it didn't Demon look too Barbara bad? Sweet Street, 1936. Yeah,
1: it didn't look too bad, I thought it looked interesting. I, I would have much rather watched that than Doom Asylum.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, he didn't go, the, the odd thing, too, about it is, uh as far as I can tell, the killer didn't go after the band until the other people got Yeah, there. well, um, those people seem to get lost in the asylum all the time. It's broad daylight. There's I, light pouring in everywhere. It's They didn't go into the basement or get stuck anywhere. No.
1: They could have got they got um, lost
0: a lot. They could have left at any All they had to do is go outside and walk around the building to find their car. Right.
1: Uh, but what, I, I think one of the things that was supposed to upset set him off to start killing again was that the main act, the main star uh i think her name is judy judy is that right i think so the one who wants mike to be his, her, her mom uh oh, look pl- yeah. th- that actress played his girlfriend in the opening who was her mom so hmm. maybe that's what set him said I, I don't want to speculate because uh i don't want to ruin the director's intentions if he had any, if he had any,
0: yeah, because <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean that that is true. Uh she, He, there's a point where he's supposed to recognize her, and somehow she recognizes him, and yeah, she's going on yeah. about how, oh, you're you're doing all this because you love my mom. You really love my mom. Mm-hmm. You're doing this like what? Yeah, it was really when weird. When did this happen? Huh. There was no indication that he knew who she was. It just kind of happened, right? The only thing that cause, there was nothing that said she knew he was there or that he was alive, right? I,
1: but so, I mean, when he starts killing the kids, it's like, okay, I'm fine with him killing these these teenagers. They're annoying. Only one of these people in the movie actually went on to have a career. It seems like to me after this movie, and not a bad career, but a good career. And that's the uh, the girl who plays the nerd. I can't remember what her name. I think it's Barb or something like that, maybe. Uh, but she's played by Kristen Davis, who's, who's been in a lot of mainstream. Uh,
0: her name is Jane.
1: Yeah, Jane. Uh, she was in the Sex of the City show, and she's been in a lot of movies. Uh, she's a, a pretty well-known name now. Uh, but her kill is the best kill in the movie. Uh, yeah. But she runs around the entire movie with a uh, swimsuit, which covers a lot of her top but doesn't cover a lot of her bottom. <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, I, I kept watching, I'm like, man, the, you could tell this is her first movie because I don't, I don't think she should be, she should be wearing that. It seems really, really and because she's running around in an insane asylum with it on an
0: abandoned. Yeah, asylum. so. She didn't put her clothes. They were sunbathing, having a picnic, and yeah, uh, you don't throw your clothes back on to leave. I mean, you should. They should have been leaving right away. Right. But yeah, it's it's odd. A lot of odd stuff like that. I mean, it, it's it's a <sighs> nothing in the movie makes sense in a way,
1: uh, uh, because for one, the, the he kills the coroner and he kills the guy in the opening, uh, because he wasn't dead. He should have been dead because half his face is missing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that—that's the other thing too. Uh, right after the car wreck, he's looking at uh, the his dead girlfriend, the girl uh-huh. who's dead, and he looks fine. He's got some blood on him, but for the most part, he looks fine.
1: And, right? and the next thing, he's got half a face.
0: And then the next thing, his his half of his face is gone. His half of his chest is gone. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> that's why through the entire movie, whenever he popped up, I said, "Here comes old half face again," because. Hmm. I didn't know that he was called the coroner because for for God's sake, he's not a coroner. He was a lawyer who killed the coroner because the coroner was trying to cut him open while he was still alive, which that's an honest mistake. On that, on his the coroner's (laughs) part, even though the coroner looked like he was smoking weed before that guy came in, it was an honest mistake because that guy was torn up. Yeah. Uh, But So when he starts killing the kids, and, you know, 11 years later, and it it seems like he waited 11 years between killing the coroner and his buddy, uh, his assistant, he waited 11 years to start killing again.
0: He should have been dead. He He should have been. So, I mean, he just hangs out there at uh, the asylum and watches Todd Slaughter movies and waits for people to wander in.
1: But people have already wandered in. That punk band wandered in. But he didn't seem to have any need or desire to kill them until the others showed up. Then he starts killing them. And it's like, okay. Yeah, it just... (laughs) But my favorite, since we're getting towards, you know, uh, the end here, uh, my favorite part of this movie, and when I talk to other people about it, this is what I... The the thing I always bring (laughs) up. At the end, when she... He has a, uh, a picture of her mother from the newspaper about how she won a big law- uh, lawsuit, and she's going to have all this money. And she goes, you you love my mom. You were with my mom. And he's like, yes. And she goes, you talked my mom to put me to a private school. You guys are going to send me to a <laughs> private school. And she gets super mad because he was going to send him to a private school, and she kills him. Yep. But yet… The entire beginning, the entire rest of that movie is him killing all her friends. But yet, really, that doesn't bother <laughs> her that much. She really doesn't no, seem to care about she that. She wasn't
0: bothered by that.
1: But the fact that he was going to send to her to a private school set her off. She that was it. She went a little berserk on that. <laughs>
0: yes. So She uh, most definitely did. Yeah.
1: And I know I I usually don't try to give the endings away of movies, but – Yes, we do. If you don't know that he's not going to die at the end by the beginning of the movie where you watch it and you're like, this is going to be really paint-by-numbers slasher flick, which it really is. The only odd thing that – besides the the stupid character choices uh, of Mike being mom and Mike not making any choices uh, is that he's watching those Todd Slaughter movies. That's the only thing that makes it unusual, right? Wouldn't you say?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, But the movie is so badly acted by everybody. Uh, No one stands out as a good actor in that movie. Uh, They are so annoying. So annoying. That even though he (laughs) kills... Because Christian Davis, he does kill in a really horrific, uh, horrific way. Still doesn't feel like it's enough to that he should have went further to killing her because they're so annoying. So annoying. Mm-hmm. I think he, like, he melts one girl's face off. Right? Yep. I think Darnell, he just stabs Darnell. Yep. He doesn't really do anything out of the ordinary to Darnell. Uh, Mike, I'm going to tell you, uh,
0: I'm telling you how he's killing these people, I don't care.
1: Mike, he doesn't, I don't, I don't know if Mike even dies. He just cuts
0: off his toes. Yeah, he just, yep. He has fun with that. Yeah. So I mean,
1: so what? What? I I don't remember how he kills uh, the drummer. I know he puts a uh, drill in one kid's head and drills his head. That kid was super annoying. Baseball, I got baseball cards. Look at my Wayne balls. Oh,
0: it was like he was a five year old. Yeah, we. Yeah. Yep, we wanted them all dead anyway. They were annoying to the. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Way up. Um, Okay. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of Doom Asylum. Yes. uh, If you want to see it, go ahead. Yeah. uh, Wait, wait, wait. In fact, uh, I think they should be. In fact, I encourage you to watch it. I think it should be
1: said that watching this movie alone, never do. Don't watch this movie alone ever.
0: Yeah, it'll be more enjoyable with some friends. Uh,
1: but with some friends, you know, joshing on it, and making fun of it, uh, it, it would be a much better movie. But never watch this movie alone.
0: Never. You will have a bad, bad. Uh, yes, it's a bad time. Experience watching it by your very own self.
1: <laughs> it's it's like that uh that yeah. old uh, line. If you do this, you're gonna have a bad time. If you do this, yes. don't watch don't watch Doom Asylum Alone. Do not watch Doom Asylum
0: Yes, never never do that. Don't do that. You you might think it's a good idea, but it's not. But you know It just isn't.
1: Go in on your own accord. I can't I can't control your life. You do what you, you what you want. Uh, but I will say this. <laughs> this is the one lesson you learn. Richard Friedman, the director of this movie, made Doom Asylum. And we both agree that Doom Island yes. is pretty terrible. But you know what? That guy got to make more movies. He right. made more movies after this one. Absolutely. And he's still making movies today. 2018, he's still making movies. Yeah.
0: So. All right. So what is the latest Richard Friedman movie? What could, where can we see his uh, work? Well, his last movie is called
1: Acts of Desperation. Uh, but he made another movie, I I think that we watched. Uh, he did a lot of TV directing, he, uh, Lewis and Clark and stuff like that. But yep. another movie that he made that, uh, people might know, and it's not very good either, uh, oh, Family of the Wall. Yeah. yeah. Which is another, you know, he did direct a couple episodes of the 13th of series, which, uh,
0: I would love to do. Oh, uh, also, uh, yeah, some, uh, Tales from the Dark Side, Monsters. Yeah. So he's done some really good he's done some good uh, T V show because I love Friday the thirteenth the series.
1: I remember watching that late night as a kid. I loved that movie. I mean I love that show, so <laughs> But yeah. So kids, yeah, you know, take your chances if they fail. You always get a second chance.
0: That's right. Absolutely. All right, there you have it. So uh, go out there and watch Doom Asylum and suffer as we have suffered <coughs> or or you might think we're nuts. You might go, This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And,
1: and if you do, don't come talk to me. You guys are
0: nuts. Yeah. Well, you can send us messages and Jesse. I will won't read, read it. it at all, no. Okay. <laughs> all right.